Hello and welcome to episode 75 of the How to Sleep podcast. If you're getting really frustrated that you can't sleep, then this episode is for you because you'll learn all about what I call the cycle of frustration and how to break it. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you've worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. Scientists have done a fair amount of sleep research now and they know that when we don't sleep it starts to affect how our brain works and specifically how our prefrontal cortex, the part of our brain most well known for logic and reasoning, stops being as effective at keeping in check the more primitive subconscious and emotional parts of the brain. This means that as we go through a day where we're sleep deprived, we're more likely to act from a place of emotion feel negative, experience mood swings, all of that stuff. And I've talked about some of those things before. What I find that this often leads to with people that I work with is worries and anxiety. So even if you don't have a medical diagnosis of anxiety, or perhaps you wouldn't consider yourself a worrier, on a small day-to-day level, you start to experience more of this emotional inner dialogue. And then what I find happens to people is that when they wake in the middle of the night, these worries or this tendency to worry and generate this inner dialogue, this self-talk, it kicks in and it really kicks in. So it's not just a gentle pattern of thoughts, it's really full on. So worrying or doubting or recalling old memories and Often it's really serious, really strong thought patterns, really stubborn thought patterns. And if you've experienced a day of strong emotion because of your lack of sleep, then in my mind, this just feeds that hopper of thoughts. Almost like your emotional day seems to give your brain more material to work with. So more topics more subject matter to bring to you in the middle of the night and cause you to have that worry and have that thought loop and inner dialogue. And then what happens is after a while you often get added worry or anxiety about the fact that you keep waking in the night and thinking all these thoughts and you've probably worried about your lack of sleep as well. And you obviously care about the fact that you're not sleeping and your re- your reasons are the- for this are going to be individual to you, but m- maybe you're worried about your health or your quality of life, or maybe you've noticed that your lack of sleep has started to affect your relationships. And then because these are important consequences, you obviously put that into the mix of worry as well. So it's really quite quickly that we build up these worries and these worries get amplified and multiplied and we get into a loop of struggling with our thoughts and emotions in the day because of our lack of sleep this overflows into our thoughts at night and then this layers on top with worries about not sleeping 
and then that of course results in a poor night's sleep and then you perpetuate the cycle the next day because poor sleep causes us to go back into emotion an emotional sort of emotion leading our behavior and our thoughts the following day so we just keep going around this loop and that's probably a well a well-known loop to you but no, what happens at that point is you become aware of that loop and that is when you get into what I call the cycle of frustration and this is basically when you wake in the night and you go straight into your thought loops and then on top of your thoughts or worries you also experience intense frustration so you start to observe and become aware of the worry loop or the thought loop and that leads to frustration because you're absolutely fed up of waking in the night and not being able to get to sleep maybe you're even starting to get really angry maybe you're bored of lying awake night after night and this just triggers an overall frustration as you're lying there and unfortunately that in itself is a cycle because if you're lying in bed in a state of frustration then this can take you away from sleep even more and if you've listened to the podcast over the last few episodes you'll have heard me talk about the brain's preference to feel relaxed and calm and quiet in order to drift into sleep but being frustrated is basically at the opposite end of the spectrum to being relaxed and calm so as soon as you get into frustration then that can be really hard to get back from in order to get into this place of relaxation to go to sleep so the frustration at not being able to go to sleep actually helps to perpetuate the state of not sleeping which keeps you awake longer and that makes you more tired the next day as well and then the next night when you wake up and all your thoughts rush in the frustration follows even quicker and it takes you away from that relaxed and happy place where you're more likely to be able to get back to sleep quickly and when you're looking for solutions to this problem this is where it's very difficult to find quick fixes when you look at things like sleep products or sleep hygiene tips you know once you're in the cycle of frustration these things are just really unlikely to be able to give you that immediate answer they can't just immediately dissipate your frustration um, just by using a sleep product and what many people turn to at this point instead is kind of listening to those audios where perhaps um, they're really long stories or there's some kind of distraction method or they're presented by people in deliberately monotone voice or a soothing voice and lots and lots of people are using these things as an alternative and it's basically it's a distraction technique it's an attempt to drown out your own thoughts but it's not an ideal solution because it is just a distraction technique and it can take a long time to work and when I've worked with people they say that it ends up taking longer and longer and longer so perhaps when you first start to listen to it it might work quite quickly but then after a while you have to listen to these things for longer and longer it takes longer and longer to distract yourself out of the frustration and 
Um, or it becomes some kind of dependency that you then go into the habit of waking in the night, getting into frustration, and then you have to have one of these podcasts or these audio books or something to listen to. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about and to just call out the cycle of frustration, some common solutions that people are trying and maybe help you to understand why they're not necessarily a really good long-term answer. What I would encourage you to try instead is actually learn techniques where you can address your thoughts. So you're going to tackle the cycle of frustration head on basically and retrain your brain to stop getting into this cycle and then you can get back to sleep quicker by yourself without needing some external form of distraction. Okay, so this week's action step is really simple. Can you recognise yourself in the cycle of frustration? So do you wake in the night and get straight into feeling frustrated or annoyed or angry about the fact that you're awake? Are you torturing yourself with thinking about all the potential consequences of not sleeping? And if so, it's really useful to recognise and identify that you're doing that because it gives you something identifiable to tackle. It gives you a focus in order to take action. And the first step in any issue is to actually recognise the issue and being able to call it out and kind of objectively detach yourself from it. So rather than being in it, you're stepping to the side metaphorically and observing it and saying, yeah, look at what I'm doing here. I'm actually really going into frustration and the frustration is keeping me away from sleep. And once you recognise it and you can step to the side, it makes it much easier to isolate it and then learn to break that pattern. If you can break the cycle and get back to sleep quicker each night when you wake, then it's going to have a big impact overall on how much sleep you're getting. So imagine if you're lying awake for two hours now, but you can learn techniques and you can face that head on and address that head on. So instead of having to lie awake for a couple of hours, you're bringing that time down each time that you wake up. And so overall, the amount of sleep you're getting is more. Okay, have a good week and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources link in the show notes or follow me on instagram at nikki.blakeman wishing you a peaceful night's sleep